Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts nfl total access the podcast is getting you ready for the 2024 nfl draft I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Right now, Justin Frostberg is very happy because we have a tie on Thursday he's, Night Football. Yeah, he's looking for a huge lightning storm to stop the fight. He is He is trying to look at the 4.3% chance the Chargers have of making the playoffs. Just beat the Raiders on Sunday, and, please. And getting a tie tonight. I, I got a good feeling about the Jets on Sunday against the Raiders. Oh, I hope so. I got a good feeling about that. Uh, watch out. I got a good feeling. You're, you're putting your trust Sam, in Sam, Sam, Smith's Sam, obsession Sam, with Sam, the Jets. Sam, 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 Sam. He's trying. I, mean, I like ghosts. 
Who doesn't? You know, you can't ask me for a favor and then insult me. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't work it doesn't work that way, Antonio Brown. You can't, you can't just do that. Oh, uh, come I on, hate please. You let me play. Can right? I get back in? <laughs> uh, Thursday night football, a game with huge playoff implications in the AFC. Colts and the Texans, both teams six and four. We're going to talk about the playoffs coming up in a couple of seconds. We'll get to Miles Garrett and the late breaking developments with him in a few minutes. But right now, Thursday night football, early in the third quarter, Colts and the Texans tied at ten apiece. This has been a game that did not bring us a lot of offense in the first half. We still got a couple of touchdowns, but still it's one of those, all right, anytime now. We can get this game going anytime. Start rolling anytime now. Well, you got to be excited for the fact that DeAndre Hopkins is showing up in a big way for fantasy owners, and they're taking some shots downfield. So that's good because that hadn't been there for a bit. And Will Fuller's back and starting to – move downfield with a little more speed and and getting back with his deep play threat which they've been missing. They haven't had a guy to take take the top off. Kenny right. Stills is not that and, guy. And this this is this is the time Will Fuller is around until he's not around. Well, if you get two or okay, three games. Will time. Hey, if they could get some separation in the division for three games while he's back, that would be great. That's Will Fuller. Hey, he'll be real Hey, we'll start talking after two or three games and he'll disappear. He'll either not play well or he'll get hurt. Something nah, happens hammy, with Will Fuller. going to get hurt again. Something happens with Will Fuller. guys, man. It's three games. Oh, look at Will Fuller. No, no, no more Will Fuller. That's how it goes. Uh Jacoby Brissett meanwhile has thrown for 104 yards, also run for a touchdown uh, as this game is tied. Again, 10 apiece, 12.39 to go in the third quarter. And look, you know, Frostburg's, you know, m- m- having fun here with needing a tie to get in the playoffs as I take a look and see what the Jets' possibilities for the playoffs Well, I need are. some help from Jesus and everybody else, too. It is the holiday season, you, you know. It's a giving season, and uh, you're asking a lot of Jesus right Baby there. Jesus while we're at it? <laughs> Chocolate-covered baby Jesus. God help us, Jesus. God and baby Jesus. Uh, so, you know, I'm thinking if you get a double tie here, right? You're 6 the 4 Jets and 1. Jets beat the Raiders, and the Chiefs lose out. Yeah. Suddenly, Jets and are. And the Chiefs lose out. <laughs> Jets are 4 and 7. They're only two and a half games back of the wild card. Uh, things things could be getting a little interesting now. Suddenly, the Jets and the Chargers are off. Even the Broncos are back in it. <laughs> the Dolphins are thinking, okay, if we get to 8 and 8, could this happen before we go on a six game win streak and just run through everybody? Suddenly, everybody's feeling, hey, I can get back in it. Somehow, everybody loses their ties the rest of the way the Bengals went out and they fight no it's no okay. it's, that's the one that, too far that, that's the one team. Okay. No. and they don't want to because they're, they're thinking okay well you know two is hurt so we want Joe Burrow so that that's kind of what we're playing for and congratulations Joe Burrow hope you enjoy uh, orange and black because that's who you'll be next year but obviously with this game look it, it's a huge game with playoff ramifications across the board because as we get into the stretch run of the NFL season with Thanksgiving next week and then we're into December the playoff race in both the AFC and NFC are pretty crystal. They're pretty clear. The NFC used to be a mess, and now it's pretty easy. The AFC is a little bit more messy, and I got a surprise coming for you. And I tell you who's going to make the playoffs out of the AFC, Jets. But <laughs> really, I mean, things things are starting to crystallize, and and especially in the NFC, it's more just about where people are going to land. It's are you going to be a division winner or are you going to be a wild card? Because 
Green Bay and Minnesota, they're both making the playoffs. You're talking 8-2, eight 8-3. and, two, eight and three. Is Minnesota going to find a way? Can they get above Green Bay and become a wild card? But they're both going to the playoffs. Saints and the Panthers, all right? I mean, obviously the Saints have a three-game lead. They're winning the NFC South. The Panthers are done. 49ers and the Seahawks. You're talking about 9-1 and one and 8-2. and two. The only question there is who winds up winning the NFC West? Who goes in as a wild card? Seattle and Minnesota are your wild cards. And in the NFC East, it's going to be the division winner, which right now the Cowboys are in the driver's seat at 6-4. and four. But those are your playoff teams. Green Bay, Minnesota, New Orleans, San Francisco, Seattle, likely Dallas, but maybe Philadelphia if Dallas falters. I mean, that's it. I mean, there's no miracle run coming. The Vikings and the Seahawks, the two wildcard teams right now, are playing so well, no one's going to suddenly roar from behind and catch them. The Rams aren't going to roar from behind and catch them. I'm sorry, it's not happening. The Bears aren't going to roar from behind and catch them. That's The, the NFC is pretty easy to figure out. At least you had the bear roaring. The ram uh, roaring. That'd be yeah. fun. That'd be on Secret uh, Island of Dr. Moreau. You know, I actually saw a column earlier this week. I think it was on ESPN saying, boy, look at the wild playoff uh, chase in the NFC. I'm like, are you kidding me? No, they're trying. Really? That's trying hard. Really? Because really the only thing, who's going to want to win the East right after the Cowboys get beaten by the Patriots? Then, <laughs> then we keep moving that forward. For the Rams, defense has played better, right? Since Jalen Ramsey shows up, they're doing great. Offensively, they're still a mess. Their offensive line's awful. Todd Gurley had a couple of big runs, and it made the overall stats look great, but he wasn't fantastic. And down the stretch, they've got the Monday night against Ravens. We'll be on air for that one. At the Cardinals, no easy give-me game there. Seahawks at Cowboys at 49ers. Cardinals again. That's a pretty tough finish to the season for the Rams. Yeah, No gimmies on that schedule. So to say they're knocking on the door, everything would have to go right and suddenly Jared Goff would have to be pinpoint and that offensive line would have to be that much better and I'm not buying it. So, forget it. It's really just a question of Dallas and what does Philadelphia have left in the tank with all the people wringing their hands over what Carson Wentz is. Yeah, look, the Eagles clearly one week they look like they're world beaters, and then the next week they look like, oh, wh- wh- who is this team? Right, so the Cowboys The Cowboys have a better roster. They've won the games they're supposed to win, and that's why I like the Cowboys to come out of the NFC East. But everything else is pretty easy. I mean, I, I can't see the Vikings suddenly going on a skid. You're talking about just getting to 10. I mean, that, that's real. You're talking about getting to 10, getting to 11. No one is going to catch you. No, right? and they and, get their and, bye week this week. Finally get healthy, right? Because you've been missing some key com- contributors. Thielen's been out. Linval Joseph's been out. So you, you'll get healthy for the stretch run. And when you look at their schedule coming down the way, and this is kind of an interesting one, right? You've got Seattle, Detroit, Chargers, the Packers, and the Bears. And that Chargers game is going to be down the street here on a Sunday night football game. Maybe we should go. All right, I like that idea. What do you think? Just call in sick one night and we'll just go. Well, no, it's a Sunday night one. Well, yeah, I mean, see if we can get a comp for going and watching a football game. I like that. So the NFC is pretty easy. Now, the AFC is much more interesting. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. Look, Colts and the Texans, they're battling for AFC South supremacy, at least for this week tonight, both sitting at the top at 6-4. and four. But... You only really have two teams that you can say they're going to the playoffs, right? Patriots and the Ravens. Those are the only ones you can say, you know what? These two, they're going. They're, no matter what happens, the other teams rest away. These two teams are going, which leaves everything else open in the other divisions. So, who are the big contenders there? Buffalo at 7-3. and three. 
Yeah. Indianapolis and Houston. You have Tennessee, who is now roaring from behind, behind Ryan Tannehill to get to 5-5. Five and five. And then in the West, you have the Chiefs and the Raiders. Right, those those are your teams right now. You're looking at and say, okay, who's going to wind up ending up in the playoffs? Who are these teams? But I got a surprise for you. Hit me. Patriots win the AFC East. Ravens win the AFC North. Regardless as to the ending of the game tonight, Texans are going to win the AFC South. They had a really good start to the season. They had a rough middle. They will have a better end. All right, the Texans are have too much talent. At the end of the day, they're going to wind up winning the AFC South. The Chiefs will wind up winning the AFC West. As much as they've stumbled, as bad as they have looked, they are still the best team with the best quarterback. The Chiefs win the AFC West. So who are your wild cards? If your division champions are the Patriots, the Ravens, the Texans, and the Chiefs. The Colts are going to get in the playoffs too. Regardless as to the the outcome tonight, when you are offensive line built, you are built through the cold and stretch run of the season. The Colts can get through this next five weeks, and they are the quintessential, hey, we are solid just enough everywhere to win nine or ten games and get in the playoffs as that wild card. All right? No matter how many times you think the Colts are going to go away, they don't. All right, Colts, all right, this is where Brissett comes back. Oh, no, Brissett throws for 300 yards and three touchdowns. Oh, this is where they, no, this is where they wind up punching holes for whoever is running back, whether it's Eric Dickerson or not, with Marlon Mack's injury. They're good enough. And for the second wild card, I'm going to tell you the Raiders get it and the Bills at 7-3, and three, who have been a great story, fall out of the playoff chase. Why the Bills, right? Bills have been great, right? Now, Josh Allen's been really good. The Bills have beaten nobody who is any good. They wins this year. Jets, Giants, Bengals, they all stink. Mm-hmm. Titans when Marcus Mariota was playing. The Dolphins, the Redskins. The Dolphins. Those are the Bills' wins. All those teams stink out loud. Out loud. How do they finish the season? Cowboys, Ravens, Steelers, Patriots, Jets. I don't see enough wins there to overcome a Raiders team and a Colts team that is more solid, that has a more advantageous schedule. Because, look, the Broncos, they'll have a tough game with the Broncos this week. Even though the Broncos are teetering, Broncos defense is pretty good. But then you're talking about they'll lose at Dallas, they'll lose to the Ravens, at the Steelers is going to be tough, and they lose to the Patriots. You're looking after this week at losing three of the next four games. So suddenly you're you're going to be in a final week, win or take all, or, or maybe, hey, we have to win and hope we get help. So I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say the Bills, as good as they've been, the Bills miss the playoffs, and it's the Raiders and the Colts of the wild cards. Raiders with a good schedule down the stretch, as we've seen, and a team playing efficiently. And once again, if you can run the football with Jacobs, they've, they've found that workhorse that they've been lacking. Where the South gets interesting is you've still got two games for Houston against Tennessee. So the gambler in me wants to watch Ryan Tannehill find his way into the playoffs mm. and win the division. It would and, be fun. And that would, and that would, would require fun. him beating Nick Foles of the Jaguars this weekend and keeping pace as they go. But you've got a muddled mess. 8-8 eight and eight is winning that division. Hell, the way it's working out, you may actually have both wild cards come from the South. <laughs> the way the schedule plays out the final month of the season. But I will flop the, the Texans out to a wild card, take the Titans in, Indy, Bales, and I'll take Oakland. So not a lot of difference. So there we go. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome. There's our fearless look at the playoff teams in the National Football League.
how it's going to end up at the end of this season. I could never it's, go to Buffalo again, but you know, no, it's too how bad. often do I go to Buffalo? Yeah, I mean, I, I cheer for the the Bills and the hatred that gets spewed upon Josh Allen. He is so categorically dismissed. The guy wins. Yeah, you're right. getting thrown through a table lit on fire. Well, I died. My God, he went through the table. That would happen to me anyway. I mean, it's a, all you have but to do they, is they beat, they beat nobody. Every team no, they played stinks out loud. They're throwing you out of Niagara Falls they right stink. off the <laughs> going over the falls in a barrel. I'll eh? just, I'll no, just, no barrel. Not just grab that onto that. Cake. I'll grab onto that ship that they uh, have in the middle that's uh, got loose a couple weeks ago. The ship. See, you're coming Coming around. He's starting to come around to our way of thinking, Frostburg. Uh, It only took six years. I know. The ship. 5.36 to go in the third quarter, and the Colts now have a 16-10 lead over the Houston Texans. Extra point is pending. Williams up the middle for a touchdown run, and now the Colts, who I told you last night, we're going to win this game. I told you, my Colts, we're going to win this game. You said they were going to lose. So, no, I said, no, check the tape. Check the tape. Pull it out. I we'll picked the Colts in upset. Coming back. Pull the tape. Pull the tape. Hi, I'm Jason Smith, and the Colts are going to lose. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> ah, not, there's your tape. That's not it. Well, and then he said, not ah. even close. That's the that's voice of a lunatic. Not at all. <laughs> You're a lunatic? <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least. 
as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Chargers are going to make the playoffs. Fox Sports Radio. It's no longer tied. Frostburg, you're in trouble. All the AFC teams, it's no longer tied. Baby Jesus, let me down. You need a tie tonight. You're not getting it. Uh, Kai Fairbairn is on for a field goal right now to try to cut the Colts' lead to four. There's less than three minutes to go in the third quarter. The 36-yard field goal attempt hits the upright and bounces through. How does it, it is, work for him? It is good. I'll tell you, if Eddie, Eddie Panero could figure that out. Oh, you got to be great. Well, and then they'd have to actually run him out every once in a while, too, when they are within reasonable range. He'd be the mayor of Chicago if he could figure that out. Oh, nicely done. (laughs) Uh, So 17-13, the Texans answer the Williams touchdown run with a field goal. So late in the third quarter, it's a four-point game, and everybody who has playoff hopes and dreams of the AFC is rooting for a tie led by Justin Frostburg. Oh, yeah, he's got a little shrine. He's got some candles lit the whole nine yards. This is going to be an interesting night. Uh, we'll keep you updated there. Now, and, and before we get on to Miles Garrett, we, well, I, I need to say this. In 24 minutes tonight, Carmelo Anthony has 15 points, six rebounds, and four assists. Liar! He's actually playing well. I mean, Portland's losing by 15, but... What's his plus minus? Uh, he is minus five. That's not too bad. Uh, no, no, not bad. No, For his him, minus no. is actually okay tonight. That's a pretty high number of minutes. But, but in fi- 25 minutes, and Melo's on the floor for the stretch run here in the fourth, he's got 15 points, six rebounds, four assists. I'm waiting for the, oh, see, why'd you bury Melo so fast? Yes, yes, he's he's having an okay game tonight. Nobody playing any defense, so that helps. 131, 119. 
That's the kind of game Carmelo Anthony needs in. I want to tag in for yeah. that one. Uh, Dante DiVincenzo has 16 in this game. Is he a superstar now? Oh, he's got 16. He's a, a superstar. Legend. He's a superstar. Uh, that's who you can say DiVincenzo. I know. I mean, come exactly. on. That's... We haven't said his name since the night of the national championship well, game. <laughs> uh, but Melo has 15 points. Again, Portland's down 15, but Melo has 15 points. Without his 15, they'd be down 30. Just think about that. So today brought an end to the Miles Garrett saga, at least for this year. He went through a two-hour appeals process a day ago with the National Football League, trying to get his six-game in the playoff suspension tamped down. This is Miles Garrett, who last Thursday night decided Mason Rudolph needed to be without his helmet, took it off his head, then decided to put it back on him and try to crown him by putting it back on his head. He got a six-game suspension for the rest of this year, plus the playoffs. His defense yesterday was, well, precedent. This happened six years ago, and Antonio Smith took off Richie Incognito's helmet, swung it at him. He only got two preseason games and a regular season game. Okay, it's a different world than it was six years ago. You did it on national television, and we're trying to protect a quarterback. You swung at an offensive lineman. Things are a little bit different. But today, the suspension was upheld. The decision that was made by appeals officer James Thrash, yes, that one, means he gets suspended without pay for at least the remainder of this season, still has to meet with the commissioner's office before being reinstated. What did we find out today, Miles Garrett said, to try to make his actions seem defensible? A development in the story we kind of were all waiting for? And it happened. Miles Garrett said that what precipitated him ripping off Mason Rudolph's helmet and trying to hit him over the head with it is that Mason Rudolph called him a racial name on the field, and that's why he went crazy, ripped his helmet off, and tried to hit him with it. The NFL went into a very quick investigation on this because this is something that is very serious because this changes things if it's true. If it's not true, then it's... Miles Garrett slandering Mason Rudolph. The NFL went through their entire investigation and said, we have not found any evidence at all of anything racial said by Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph said, I didn't do it. Teammates, players on the field, no one said that Mason Rudolph said something racist towards Miles Garrett that would have precipitated this brawl. There are two frames of discussion on this as far as Miles Garrett goes. The first one is pretty simple, and you've probably heard it most of the day, but it bears repeating. And maybe you haven't. But if he says something racial, we know this before now for a couple of reasons. Number one, we hear it when he knows, hey, I'm in a lot of trouble here. I'm getting a big-time suspension. And look, last last Thursday night after the game, he knew he was facing a lengthy suspension. He would have said something right then and said, no, he called me a name. He would have said it in, in his in his numerous meetings and questions and answers with the media. He called me a name. Instead, when he was asked on the field, I remember he said, hey, what happened on the field? Anybody say anything? Do you do? He goes, oh, I'm going to keep that to myself. No, that's when you say, hey, he called me a name because I'm facing what could be an end-of-the-season suspension. He is asked in his post-game press conference, do you think you've played your last game? Oh, I hope not. We'll see what happens. That's the first thing you say 
if someone says something, hey, he said something racist towards me, because then you can look into, all right, what was Mason Rudolph's role in this? Did he do it? When did he say it? Was this something? Then it becomes a different story, and Miles Garrett gets a little bit more leniency on his side. He knows this. Everybody knows this. The Browns know this. The Browns would have stepped out and said, hey, Miles, he's not the kind of guy. Freddie Kitchens would have come out. Maybe not, because Freddie Kitchens doesn't really know what it's like to be a head coach, but that's where Freddie Kitchens comes out and says, hey, Miles told me he's not the guy to say this. Mason Rudolph said something racist to him. And and we would have known. We would have known because he would have said it, or we would have known because somebody else on the field would have said, you know what? Sorry, but... I heard it, and he said it. Also, players are mic'd up. And right. you know the NFL is not going to go through some half-assed way to look at things and go, oh, yeah, we just uh, looked at stuff on the field. Yeah, nothing said anything. Did you go through who was mic'd up? Nah, we didn't look at any of that. No, you know that to come with a very insistent and quick decision saying, hey, no evidence of it. You know they looked at what was mic'd up and what was said, what was not said. No player said it. The NFL... You know, they have representatives that come up and pick up these mics after every game. They come and get these every single game. So that would have happened. We we would have known we would have known by now. I mean, th- this this is just boy, what a desperate plea that Miles Garrett throws out there when he realizes, okay, I'm not gonna win this any other way. Present no, now I'm gonna say it a week later. Oh, he said something racist towards me. Yeah, not there's, buying it. There's a few pieces to this as you go through. As you said, there's mics all over the place. You've got players and the Steelers linemen that were in the mix. Someone would have heard it. It would have been picked up inside the NFL. You've got information overload. Now, some with the conspiracy theories already. Oh, those tapes exist and they've been buried. It's like, come on. You're telling on yourself again. You're just looking for something. But from Miles Garrett... This was his Twitter account. Quote, I was assured that the hearing was space that afforded the opportunity to speak openly and honestly about the incident that led to my suspension. This was not meant for public dissemination, nor was it a convenient attempt to justify my action to restore my image in the eyes of those I disappointed. I know what I heard. Everybody goes through life at some point with your spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend, your kid, Co-worker, whatever. I heard. Like, no, you, you may not have. <laughs> I mean, you you think you know what you've heard, right? There are times on air where you'll say something or I'll say something and the eyebrow starts to get arched. Like, did he turn the phrase the wrong way there and get him, get us in a pickle, right? We, we all have those moments without question. But if he thought that this was the case, he would have been jumping up and down to claim his innocence, to say this is what precipitated. He also apologized to Mason Rudolph right away, right? Also went out of his way to apologize for his actions and everything else. And I don't know if he would then argue, well, I was just doing it because I knew if I said that, maybe I'd get a lesser suspension. But if this was really the thrust of it and what caused him to snap or black out or whatever terms guys are going to use for this then this would have come to light a lot earlier. And even in the locker room, there would have been stuff swirling about this. Baker Mayfield was chased down by, I think his name's, uh, last name is Trotter. Jake Trotter, if I'm not mistaken. And that was the first he'd heard of it, was being asked about it by a reporter. Like, yeah. no, I have no idea. Didn't that, I mean, that, that, that. That, would have, that would have been something, even in, in the, the swirling locker room that would have been part of the conversation. Well, maybe he said something racist to him. Maybe that. I mean that that's this is just the desperation of 
hey, I'm going to lose. Let me just say that he said something racist, which is really just just bad. It, it's, it's so reckless to say something like that. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. 
Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Calling in a little bit later because he ran into... Sylvester Stallone. It is Jay Glazer, NFL on Fox Insider Extraordinaire. I'm picturing you guys working out like Rocky Four, and that's what you did for the past hour. No, I wouldn't have better deal'd you guys if I just ran into Stallone. Oh, okay. Come on now. You're my guy. You're like my you're like my Burt Young. No way would I do that. You're All you Paulie. give me was a stinking X Lax watch. You let Mick yeah. move in with you. You're my Paulie. Oh man. No, we actually went Stallone produced uh incredible thing on the zone, you know. I do Bellator fights on the zone uh, called One Night. It's the Anthony Joshua Ruiz fight. Um, and tonight, you know, because he's like Ruiz, like a real time Rocky. Tonight is the 43rd anniversary of Rocky. Rocky came out. How about that? Mm, I still remember. I was seeing it like it was yesterday for the first time. Oh, it's incredible. You know, it opened in two theaters. <laughs> two theaters. That's it. No, I'm really? serious. That's it. In two theaters. And I, I asked him a while ago, I'm like, when did you know, like, your life was going to change? He's like, oh, man. Well, first there's two theaters. There's matinees in New York. So everybody's walking out because they're all old people that were showing up. <laughs> and uh, he said the song took off before the movie. And then the movie, I think he said, was in theaters for, like, like 98 straight weeks or something like that. Ridiculous. Mm. What a, yeah, incredible. Wow. Yeah, really cool. Hey, uh, you mentioned incredible. Yeah. W- w- one thing I know that you wanted to talk about first, we'll get to the, the fumble at the end of the game, is DeAndre Hopkins is showing again tonight why oh, he can do stuff. He's like Spider-Man. Body he, control. He was at a 45-degree oh, angle, Jay, to make that catch earlier it in the game. It was unreal, right? But, but, God, it's all the time. He makes these crazy catches. So it's interesting. Trade deadline comes, and I put up there on Fox NFL Sunday, guys who were you know, are going to be targeted by other teams. And I said, DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins is a guy I know other teams have already called about. And teams are telling me they're going to continue to call right up until the trade deadline. And people in Texas are like, oh, yeah, a bunch of teams have called. We put it up there. And all of a sudden, I get this call like before the game from DeAndre Hopkins. He's like, Jay, is it true? Are they trying to trade me? I'm like, no, no. Read the cut line, dude. No, no. I'm like, wait. Are you in your locker room right now? He's like, well, I want no. Are they, are they trading me? I'm like, no, DeAndre, you saw it wrong. They're not, and people have it wrong. They're not trying to trade you, but people are calling for you. It's a compliment for you. And I hear, like, pregame music blaring. I'm like, my man's on the phone with me. <laughs> Go to work. You're good. Oh, it's classic. It's unreal, the stuff that goes on. Oh, you should have told me he was trade. Yeah, you got traded to the Jets. Yeah, they'll tell you, they'll tell you in about five oh minutes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hey. Uh, let's talk about this play at the end of the fourth quarter here because there's a lot of controversy coming off it. In the final minute of the game, Deshaun Watson on a run, second down and nine, uh, fumbles near the end, clear fumble. It looks like it's recovered by the Indianapolis Colts. The officials right away signal it's it's 
Texans ball. They don't go look at it, and they say after the game they couldn't tell what if a clear recovery was by the Houston Texans or by the Indianapolis Colts, so they gave the football to the Texans. But you still have to go look at it, Jay, don't you? Guys, guys, I mean, you're you're asking me the same question every week, and I'm giving you the same <laughs> dumbfounded answer every week. I just, I, I don't know what to say. Like, it's just, man, and it's, and you know, I think teams are so frustrated, they're not even calling the officiating department anymore to to complain. They're like, it's just, man, it's just, it's you know, the lack of consistency is what gets everybody. You want consistency? Well, I guess it's been consistently lousy. So you got that. Jay Glazer with us here, NFL on Fox, insider extraordinaire, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen. All right, let, let's get to Miles Garrett here just for a couple of minutes. The suspension was upheld today. The NFL looked into the allegation that Mason Rudolph said something racial to him, found no evidence whatsoever. Uh, can you take us inside stuff you're hearing about how this whole thing transpired and where it sits right now for Miles Garrett? Well, guys, he was supposed to sit with me for Fox NFL Sunday. We, right. I'd secured an interview. Right, and I was set. And this is Miles wanting to get his side out and for people to understand him. Um, Miles is not Vontez perfect. He is he's not like that at all. This is as if uh, like an Urlacher did this or a Whitworth or like he's not like that. So, you know, something had to set him off, and he was willing to sit and talk. Um, an hour before me and my producers and and everybody were, were getting on a plane at Fox to go do this interview on Sunday morning. Um, we got a call. Basically, the Browns, we, we let the Browns know we were doing this. Browns called him in and, you know, told him they want to talk about the appeals process, whatever it was, and very, 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 very uh, sternly told him they advised him not to do this interview, and it was a little sterner than that. And he's like, well, I want to want people to know my side. And they were like, no, let us help you with the appeal process. That We'll, we'll make sure we, we get your side. And, um you know, I think right now, you know, if he we could take it back, he probably and he he still wanted to do it, but they very strongly, very strongly told him not to do it. Um, and we probably wouldn't be in this position right now. People going, oh, now you're saying something. Why didn't you say something last week? Well, again. He was trying to say something last week. I think the Browns did him a disservice. Well, in his initial comments, right, effusive, you know, with the remorse and apologies to Mason Rudolph. Didn't it seem like this would have come up immediately if you're that upset and angry about it? Um, it, it was the night it happened, I know he was numb. He's just kind of numb. Um, and there's other stuff that I'm going to report on Fox NFL Sunday, so I'm going to you know, refrain from it That's here. That's a good I tease. Give you more detail. Yeah, I'm going to give you more details then. Wow, that's a tease right there. Because well, he because he tells me everything. Yeah, like, no, that's okay. I'm, I'm one of Jay's chief confidants. But I'm okay. so, if, if Jay's going to save that, but tell us about Sylvester Stallone and tell us how DeAndre Hopkins is calling him from the locker room, I mean, that's, that's okay. That's pretty good, yeah. Wow, all right. Well, there, there, so there's, here, again, here's what I'll say, is that um, Miles, so right after the game, when they brought him in to the locker to the, the, or the the headquarters to tell me he shouldn't do this interview about the appeal process. Then they told him, well, and you're, by the way, you're not allowed back here at all because you're suspended. So it's not like he's been around anybody. It was that night. I know he's kind of numb. Um, and then uh, the team did know about it. Yeah, not the players, the team. They, they knew over the weekend. 
Great stuff as always from Jay Glazer. Turning NFL on Fox Sunday into another weekend of must-watch. It's which I'm sure there'll be video of Jay doing his thing and Sylvester Stallone doing something. Uh, Jay, thanks so much, buddy. Hey, if you run into Carl Weathers on your way home, call us. I'm going to let Sly hit me in the head with a helmet. (laughs) Oh, there you go. Well, that's ratings. That's ratings right there. Here's the possible damage. You're the best, Jay. Be good, buddy. We'll talk to you. (laughs) Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Thanks to Jay Glazer for stopping by a few minutes ago, NFL on Fox Insider. With a great story about DeAndre Hopkins, we got to bring back for play of the night next hour on the show. Uh, But... He talked to us a lot about Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett, who had his suspension upheld today by the NFL. Uh, he had alleged that Mason Rudolph said something racial towards him, which precipitated him ripping off Mason Rudolph's helmet and hitting him over the head with it. The NFL looked into it, talked to people, looked at all the evidence, and said, nope, didn't happen. We are upholding the suspension, which is for the rest of this regular season, whatever playoffs they go to, and he's got to meet with the commissioner to get back in next year. Jay told us he had an interview set up with Miles Garrett for NFL on Fox on Sunday, and then he was strongly advised not to do it. Garrett wanted to get his side out of the story, and then the Browns, whoever it was, had strongly advised him not to do it. Jay didn't say that anything racial wasn't said, but he didn't say it was. He said he's saving a lot of that for Fox NFL Sunday, which I, I kind of get that. You know, he's he's saving Must it. Must see, that's, so where that, it, so that's, that's where it is. So that's, that's where what it stands is. exactly. As far as Miles Garrett goes, and and what he alleges was said to him is that you can't prove a negative, and if there's no evidence of Mason Rudolph saying what he said, how can you go along with the thought that okay? Miles Garrett, I believe him. Because he didn't say it right away. He would have said it right after the game. There would have been other players who would have heard it. You know, DeCastro was right there. Other players were right there. Pouncy was Pouncy was, was right there. was the guy there. that ended up punching him a bunch of times and kicking him. Many other players were right there. There was nothing said by any of his teammates after the game where, you know what, Miles said that so-and-so uh, said that Mason Rudolph called him a, called him a, ra- a racist word. There was none of that. There was none of that from the Browns who would have said something to try to lessen Miles Garrett's suspension. There was none of it. We didn't get it until yesterday. There's a lot of players that are mic'd up, right? A lot of players. Inside the NFL has already aired. There was nothing there, right? There's no way they wouldn't have gone through whatever usable audio they could find and see what they could. The NFL did everything they could because they know this is not a case where we want to wind up with egg on our faces. You know, this is not a case where we want to say, hey, nothing racial was said. Oh, wait, here's the audio. Because, my God, my goodness, that would make the NFL look like the worst league in the world. If, at the end of the day, if Miles Garrett says, I'm standing by what he said, and there's no evidence to disprove it, he just kind of walks away and says, okay, that's what it is. Whether he's making it up or not, there's no way for people to say, I absolutely know. Because, like I said, you can't prove a negative. So he can walk away from this and say, hey, I know what was said. I know what he did. And I'm moving on with my life. All is his way to try to save face with what went on between him and Mason Rudolph. And that's what he tweeted out. I was assured that the hearing was 
space that could afford the opportunity to speak openly and honestly about the incident that led to my suspension. It was This was not meant for public dissemination, nor was it a convenient attempt to justify my actions or restore my image in the eyes of those I disappointed. I know what I heard. Right, and he also op- could have convinced himself he heard that, something he that heard. he didn't. He looks like a right. He could well, have said no, heard any something. number of things to him. Yeah, and and we saw Rudolph clearly drop the B word on Ogan Joby after he gets pushed to the ground. But beyond that, you've got so many guys: Cam Hayward, all the offensive linemen. No, nothing from the Browns locker room. Nobody'd heard a whisper of this from Baker Mayfield on down. So it's. Not that he's been in the locker room, right? Obviously, he's suspended. But wouldn't that have gotten a text or a call or something to where now we're playing the game of telephone throughout the mm-hmm. locker room of what they, they've been told? So, like, none of that, that flows through. I'm, I'm eager to get my popcorn and listen to what Jay's got on Sunday. I'm still not buying it from Miles Garrett, but I'll tell you what, if there was ever a time to watch NFL on Fox Sunday with Jay Glazer, it's going to be this Sunday mm-hmm. when he's got that. Yeah, he's no going to save that thing for three full days, Jay Glazer. That, that's sitting on... Uh, <gasps> Uh, landmark thing. I mean, the thing with Rudolph, people went back through his Twitter. If he was able to talk about it, he would have told That's us, right. Jay. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts more Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.